my whole life in, in Sullivan County. Donna's going right in. Yeah, we're going right into it. <laughs> I'm we're, taking a deep here. dive here into the life of Jason Dole. I, I do want and, to just tell people that support for uh, uh, Catskill Character comes from Calcoon Theater, an updated vintage movie theater with new releases, film festivals, nostalgic screenings, live mm-hmm. music events, and more information schedule at thecalcoontheater.com. Also from Two Queens, offering coffee, tea, and bees located in Pete's Plaza, Narrowsburg, New York, twoqueenscoffee.com. And from listener donations from listeners just like you. Go to wjffradio.org and donate during our spring fun drive or call 845-482-4141. We're listener-supported public radio for the Catskills and Northeast Pennsylvania. And now it's a very special live edition of Catskill Character. (laughs) Here's Donna Fellenberg. So getting back to Roscoe, Jason, what was it like growing up there back in the day? Um, it was what what I I think I understood at the time that it was fairly unique, but I didn't know much about the rest of the world. And looking back, it's it was really unique. I mean, I graduated uh, with a class of twenty three people, and uh, that was a big class. Wow. That was a big class. The class before us had like uh, ten or eleven people. So, <laughs> and had you gone all through grammar school with the same twenty three people? More or less, you know, some came on, same la- some left, but yeah, kid, it was kindergarten through twelfth grade, all in one building. I think they might still do that. Uh, actually, K through twelve, all in one building. You know, when you go into high school, you go upstairs. Basically, that that's a big transition there. Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's a real rural community for folks that don't know. It's right up at the you know, kind of northwestern corner of uh, Sullivan County, bordering with Delaware County. Um, and, you know, it's known, it's, it's, when I was growing up, it was Troutown, USA, but they won a big uh, prize a few years back and, and also called Ultimate Fishing Town, USA, because they were voted Ultimate Fishing Town. But you got, you're growing right up on these uh, hills and streams. You know, it's like, it's uh, the whole town's in this old, a uh, floodplain between uh, two hills on either side of you, and that's for a couple miles. That that that's what it is. All the houses and everything just there, and there's hills and streams on either side of you wherever you go. And is that something that you did? You, did you go trout fishing? Yeah, there's something. There's something weird. There's there's got to be something about the culture. I mean, I know there was other kids at the school that learned fly fishing, right? But there there was something about like. You know, people that came from somewhere else and honestly had a little more money were the ones fly fishing. And we would like go out with like a, a, a lure, you know, with the, the, or a, a worm or bait on a, and a bobber, which, um, uh, when you're on such rocky streams, doesn't work at all. <laughs> it doesn't oh. work. At, there's a reason why people fly fish, uh, but we didn't understand that as kids. So we just kept taking, you know, the rods that you would take out to a lake, taking them on these rocky streams and constantly getting stuck and never catching a fish. So didn't do a whole lot of that and didn't do it well. Well, did you catch anything? I think once, once I caught something out, <laughs> out of the old mill pond. I grew up on a on a street where, uh, 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 you know, like a hundred years earlier, that was more the center of town, more up Rockland Roadway where the Rockland house is. And at the end of the street was uh, an old mill. And that's where people used to, to grind grind their grist in, in, in the mill. And uh, mm-hmm. you could still go, you know, you see the old mill there and the old mill pond and the, the mill run. And there was a, you could see the faded letters on the door. No grinding wow. on no grinding on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So if you ever go um, back 100 years and you want to get something ground up, don't go on a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've seen quite a few of those old mills. They're pretty spectacular. And there's one over here on the way into Equinox. No, I'm over on the Pennsylvania side. Yeah, yeah. That still operates. And they have demonstrations every summer. I can't remember the name of it. It's over by Duck Pond. Fantastic. That's I think great. that they, it's an operating mill. Anyway, this is about you. Okay. And I wanted to say that knowing you for these uh, few years that I've known you, I noticed that you have a lot of varied interests. So I wanted to ask you, what is a gizmoplex? <laughs> the gizmoplex. Well, that's that's a current thing I'm on about on social media, I guess, is why you're asking the gizmo. Yeah, that's uh, so. So I like a show. I grew up in the 90s with this uh, TV show called Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, the, the concept is a guy stuck in space with his robots, which are in real life, actually puppets. And uh, they make they watch old movies and they kind of make fun of them. And uh, the show was. The, the show was not being made for almost 20 years, and then we, uh, all us fans, got together and funded its return on Netflix about five oh. years ago. And they made two seasons on Netflix and then kind of got dropped because that's what Netflix does. And uh, now we're starting to bring it back again. And uh, the very inventive, literally inventive host of the show, he's an inventor as well as a comedian, he, he said, you know what, rather than trying to get this on somebody else's channel or platform, let's build our own platform. And he's calling that platform the Gizmoplex which uh, in in fiction will be uh, the first Cineplex on the moon. But in reality, it'll be where we can watch the new episodes that we're going to fund ourselves as fans. So that's that's a community doing it once again. Speaking of funding yourself. Yeah, Jim, what do you got for us? Sorry to break in, Donna, but um, no, apparently no, no this live version of Catskill Character featuring our own Jason Dole is proving to be popular. We've heard from Mark in Hortonville, who just made a donation online at WJFFradio.org. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. You can join Mark and join our family of characters here at WJFF Radio Catskill by donating. Call 845-482-4141 or go to our website, WJFFradio.org, and click the Donate button. It's our spring fun drive. We're listener-supported public radio for the Catskills and Northeast Pennsylvania, and we rely on your support. Do call now, 845-482-4141. The more people that call and contribute, the shorter our pledge drive will be, and the more people I have to thank so I won't have to divulge as much of my life to Donna. 845-482-4141. We're in the midst of Catskill character, and the, the host is Donna Fellenberg. And, well, you've heard who the guest is. And speaking of the guest, I want to talk about that picture of you that I see frequently on Facebook. You've got a bowler hat on. You've got a black T-shirt, and across the front, in white letters, it says goon. So, now, what does that mean? I think like, like the answer to all these questions is I'm a nerd. I think that's 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 the that's the answer is I'm a, I'm a huge nerd. Okay, so what this is? So for years, um, you know, for about eight years out of a decade, um, I went down to Atlanta for the annual convention Dragon Con, which is a multicon. People might have heard of Comic Con. Um, Dragon Con's the biggest one on the East Coast, but not everybody's heard of it. People go and they they hold panels about everything from 
you know, Star Trek and Star Wars to actual space exploration with real NASA people and, and everything in between and how to make costumes mm. and people dress up. And, uh, we went one year, um, uh, for one friend who basically was, was getting married. And this was like a big party weekend for him. And we tried to think of what a good group costume was. And one of my friends had the brilliant idea of watching the old sixties Batman show, looked at a group of uh, the penguins henchmen and they were wearing oh. these outfits with these black shirts. They were his henchmen. They were his goons. And they literally right. wore shirts that said goon. And they had bowler hats on. I think they also had kid gloves on, but we didn't do that. So, uh, um, and I, I liked it more than the other one. So I kept doing it every year. So I, I, I bought a real bowler because let me tell you, it's not easy to find like a, a costume, a cheap costume a bowler hat that fits my massive dome. Like I had to invest in a proper hat. <laughs> Yeah. So you went all out. You I went did. all out and you got the real thing. And that, that's, yeah. that's kind of how you are, Jason. <laughs> and now this is probably the most important question mm-hmm. that I'm going to ask you today. Okay? And I want you to be really honest with your answer. Mm. Are the rumors true that Daft Punk is going to reform <laughs> with you playing a central role? I've got to know this. Not not me, but maybe the goon. We'll we'll, we'll uh, but but you know you know how lawyers are. Like we can only say so much. So so. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry, so can't be more dread. But it, it won't be me. It won't be me. But if you see someone that looks like me, probably in a goon shirt and bowler hat. Okay, so you're you're keeping it under your hat, yeah. as it were. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I had to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Moving on, I want to know what is the past. That's someone who is eventually going to become the best radio personality <laughs> of a radio station of a county. What is the path that one takes to first, get there? First off, uh, like the sound of your own voice. You know, that was that was my failing <laughs> right from the beginning. I was there in that Roscoe Central School, and uh, I was elected, I guess, like student government president was what it must have been. I was on some kind of, in the student government, there was vice president, president, uh, but part of that gig was um, the, 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 the student government did the morning announcements uh, every morning oh. for the school, you know, so that yeah. was, that was one of those things, like any time, uh, but even before that, like I remember having like a little Fisher Price tape recorder at home. Uh, and then later on in seventh grade, before student government, we had a module in our technology class where we're recording uh, audio and had to make like essentially like a commercial. Uh, and we got very creative with that. So any time, like I was just fascinated with just like recording my voice, recording other people's voices and just the idea. And there wasn't a lot of technology around then. Like people can you know make a whole album on their phone now. But back then it was like, can I get... Wow, I got I got my little tape recorder. Let's see what we could record. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we talked about Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where these people make fun of movies. I remember like have like a sleepover with a friend of mine, bring over his comics, and we would read the comics into the tape recorder, but like make up completely new dialogue, and like do like this weird comedy version, almost like spoofing the comic, um, and do it on audio tape, and uh, and nobody ever heard it. <laughs> Do you remember any of those um, inventive things that you did at school, any of those announcements? And I was wondering if when you were trying to edit them, did you have the tape, you know, the... The, the morning announcements were read live. 
Um, uh, oh, they were red live. The, okay. the, the thing, the module that we did in the technology class was record. That was one of the few re- actual recordings. And that was, uh, did a commercial for an imaginary science fiction movie, which is a satire of sci-fi movies of the 80s, actually. And that was what that was. But the, the morning announcements, that was all read live. And the ones that I remember, the ones that I got in trouble for because, uh, you know, I was saying things I shouldn't, you know. Um, and I do remember being pulled in and, and having the, uh, the principal or superintendent say to me, listen, just knock off this good morning Vietnam crap, basically, <laughs> was what I was told. <laughs> so there you go. Also, um, you know, I was in a, the church that we went to recorded um, services for shut-in members of the church, and that gave me real experience with recording and technology uh, as well, like actual practical experience where, uh, thankfully, I, I was supposed to keep my mouth shut and just do the work. So there you go. Wow. So you, you've really been doing this a long time. When did you kind oh, of decide? Hold, hold on, or... Donna. I've, we've got Tim Bruno's just walked in, and he's got paper Uh-oh. in his hand. All right, here we go, Tim. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, yeah. i got to put your mic on. You're listening to a live version of Catskill Character with our Donna Fellenberg talking to our very own Jay And uh, listeners are loving it. So we just, they are, just got a phone call from Marie in Liberty, and thank she you. donated. Thank you so much, Marie. Oh, thank and you, Marie. And it was just so nice to talk uh, to, to folks. So, you know, we don't get to give out the phone number all the time because it's really just the two of us here. Yes. So, uh, so you can call, 845-482-4141. Love to chat with you a little bit and take your donation on uh, the phone. Or if you prefer, you can go to wjffradio.org and make a donation of any amount. It all helps add up to that goal that we're trying to reach forty thousand dollars by april 24th and we don't have to we don't have to go until april 24th we just that's our deadline so help us get there before that date and donate now 845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org show your support for catskill character donna jason everybody all the listeners in our community and show, show your support for the community because we're a public service and we provide this public service to our community and to listeners like you and call in support of our amazing saturday lineup uh you know following the morning edition news we've got radio chat skill farm and country Catskill character the janice adams show and josh fox josh fox will be joining us live that's a live show today, up too, today yeah. talking about uh, the bridge mm. 845-482-4141 we need to hear from you on a saturday while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing you've got the radio on you're listening to us now let us know you're out there make your contribution at wjffradio.org or call 845-482-4141 we're just about halfway you know through Catskill Character, and, and Donna, I'm sorry to interrupt again. I'm just going to let people know that um, I'm a little bit outside of my comfort zone here being uh, Donna's guest, but Donna's a little bit outside of her comfort zone, too, because you never do this live like this. No. Almost never. never. So, so thank you for uh, joining us today. What, what were you going to say? Um, let me think. What was I going to say? Oh. I, I forgot what I was going to say, okay, but it'll come back to me. Um. <laughs> Knowing what I know now about how you've been doing all this stuff for so long, when is it that you decided you wanted a career in radio? You did, you know, and I think if you talk to a lot of like people that work in media and that like television, different things, like whatever it is that they're doing, most people don't plan for a career in that. It's like you kind of get interested in the general area and then you you wind up doing 
something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for some reason, radio um, always captured just a little bit more of my uh, imagination than television, although I did, you know, train to do a TV and video production. And, uh, and and that was great, too. You know, I found myself to keep coming back to radio. And I think part of the reason why I've done so much radio is that I grew up in a, a county uh, where we actually had a public radio station, which not everybody does, you know. So in, in some ways, right. it kind of made sense that I eventually wind up here. I do remember being like a, a like a teenager in high school. It was the first time I ever uh, heard WJFF and heard Walter Keller uh, interviewing local poets on on the on the radio here back in the nineties, and that 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 was the first time I I heard the station. It took me a number of more years to actually walk through the door, but uh, that's uh, that's part of the story. I, I'm don't I forgot what the question was, but I hope maybe I answered. Um, that's okay. Uh, this leads into something else I was going to talk to you about. The, is that you have a long history at WJFF, and I, I'm not really sure when you started as a volunteer, what year it was, but I, I know <laughs> you know. I know the exact day. I could look up the date, but it was the day after Election Day in the year 2000 when we did not know who the president was. When everybody oh. was worrying about the vote count in Florida, that was the first day I actually walked in the building to be a volunteer. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But I do know that you hosted telepathic radio, yeah. right? Yeah. And you hosted community voices. Yeah. And I think you were the coordinator for the youth radio project. Did that and that was maybe back in like two thousand two. Yeah, so that's about that was... that's about when that started. Actually, was it started the youth radio project two thousand two, and uh, by I think early two thousand three, uh, we were making their show, which was called Radio Revolution, and we had one of those radio revolutionaries on earlier today. Young people still making radio, even though they're out of school. Right, now. I heard Blake that. Johansson, you know, so. Mm-hmm. That's that's Fantastic. part of the legacy too, yeah. And then you were hired in 2014 as the program director. Oh. So you've been doing this for seven years now. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. That was the year I retired, by the way. Okay. So you got hired, and I retired from my professional life. Um, I wanted to know how are you handling. This is very important, Jason. It's it's very good information for other people who maybe will be in the same spot that you're in now. How are you handling all the acclaim that naturally comes with the recognition of being given that best radio personality Um, by the River Reporter? Yeah, I I don't know. I... uh... (laughs) <laughs> All right, so I'll tell you this story, and I'll, I will answer that question. But the story is, um, I, when it came out in the paper, I brought the paper home, and I brought it, and I and I showed my grandmother, um, and, and who, who doesn't remember things that well, you know. So I'm I'm often reminding her that I, you know, work at a radio station, and so I showed her this, and she's like, she's like, okay, and she's like, well, what's that? I'm like, well, this this is this is the recognition they've given me, you know. This is what I do I do on the radio, and she's like. Oh, she's like, they're going to give you a hat? And I'm like, I'm like no, no, they're not, they're not going to give me a hat, but they, they gave me this recognition. They might give us a certificate for the radio station. She's like, well, they ought to have a nice hat that says that. And, I, and this went around a couple times. I, I said, listen, I don't want... I don't. I don't want to. Uh, you know, I don't want to go around the community with this with this hat to tell. I like my. <laughs> I, I like that people don't know who I am for the most part. And and she said, "Well, why not? You worked hard enough for it." So 
That was, well, she that was Grandma's perspective. <laughs> well, you know, she sees you with your bowler on, so she figures you like hats. <laughs> and if they're going to give you an award, why shouldn't it be a hat? And I think this is a good thing for us to keep in mind if we, uh, at the radio station if we ever have to give you something that maybe, you know, it could be a hat with some writing on it about Best Radio Personality 2020. Don't be surprised if that happens somewhere down the line. But speaking of your career at Jeff, uh, I was wondering how did your show, The Local Edition, come about? Uh, uh, um, well, that's that was the... the um that was everything that we went through. I mean, that's just, that's just a natural exactly. reaction to what happened. We entered crisis mode and you, mm-hmm. you respond to a crisis and you do what you got to do. And we, we do what our mission is, which is to serve the community. So that was it. We had what we had. We had the resources we had. We couldn't have all the volunteers here. We just had a, a bare amount of staff, but we knew we had to connect the community uh, with the community, with the people that had the resources, with the people that have the information and get that out to everyone. And like, so we just started doing interviews. It's a lot easier to do live interviews than to do pre-record ones. We started doing them live. And then we finally consolidated and said, Hey, let's make the show. And it's not just uh, because of the pandemic. I mean, that's what got started, but it's also, we made it its own show because down the road, this has to grow into uh, other people hosting it and other people doing it. It becomes a platform for what we've always been trying to do, which is more local news, more local information. And that's, that is what will uh, uh, grow out of the, the, the local, uh, 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 local edition here. Uh, Donna, I'm... Well, whoever does that, Jason, is going to have big shoes to follow, and I mean that literally. Yeah, I know. I got big feet. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, and figuratively. We're going to have to we're gonna have to take a quick break here, Donna, but um, we'll be right back with the, with the end of Catskill Character. So okay. you hold on, and, and you, listener, you hold on, too. This is Radio Catskill. Hi, this is Janice Adams. Look, we all know that WJFF is so important. Without it, I would not have come back on air to do the Janice Adams show. So I am grateful to WJFF. I am grateful to all of those for the eons of history of WJFF who kept this station on the air, knowing how vital it is to our community and to our everyday lives. After all, what is it that's going to keep us company as well as WJFF does? So make a pledge to yourself to keep WJFF on air by going to our website, wjffradio.org, and keep WJFF a part of all our lives. Thanks. Give now at wjffradio.org. That's right, and you can also call, and we'd like you to call right now at 845-482-4141. Janice Adams' show is coming up next. I love what she says in that uh, spot. Make a pledge to yourself, right? Make a pledge to yourself. Make a pledge to yourself and support WJFF Radio Catskill and keep it alive for the community. Go to WJFFradio.org or call 845-482-4141. 845-482-4141. Call now and uh, give what you can. And right now we're going back to uh, Catskill Character with Donna Fellenberg and uh, also uh, with me. Because uh, I'm I'm our guest, but uh, 
Hey, Donna, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad I get a chance to ask you at least one more question. Um, and that is that I've noticed when I listen to you, and I listen to you pretty much every day, that there's always a, a rhythm to what you're doing. And I, I was wondering, how big a part has music played in your life? Oh, that's, you know, okay, so this is where you're, this is that class. This is that classic Donna Fellenberg thing. Call now, 845-482-4141. Donna, I tell people, like, when you're a DJ, um, you know, I would say DJing at its best when you do it live at a place like WJFF, it's an act of divination, meaning like looking into a crystal ball, meaning you don't. You don't know what's going to come out of the mix, but it's going to actually relate in some way to what's been going on in your life and what's going to come next for you mm -hmm. or the listener. And uh, you do the same thing with your questions that you ask. Uh, you, you, when you get into that zone, when you're riding that wave, you, you actually hit upon the right thing. And so anyway, that's just me saying people should contribute 845-482-4141 because we've got great volunteers. Uh, it's funny that you say it because I actually think of myself as um, a percussionist, as like a like a a percussionist. Okay. Life. Uh, and uh -huh. and when I tell myself, I don't talk about this with other people much, but it's like when you're a percussionist, like a natural percussionist, the entire world is your instrument. And mm. I'm constantly banging on things, and have been my whole life. I'm always drumming. I play like all sorts of instruments, a little bit. Um, but you know, there's, there is always that rhythm and it is, it is always there. And that I've always kind of responded to rhythm. So it's just, it's just interesting that you picked up on that. And I wish I had uh, more to meet that, but just that, that's it. If you're a percussionist for life, like the whole world's your instrument. Oh my God. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just telling people now who are listening, um, when you tune into Jason, listen for that because it's, he's very rhythmical. Um, even when you cut in with your uh, music, it's it's just got a flow and it's really natural and it's that's why I thought to myself, this Jason's a musician for sure. But the the thing is, uh, like now, people don't, you know, like it, people people take it as a sign of rudeness. Like if I anytime I'm waiting at a counter. I want to hear what that counter sounds like. So I'm going to be tapping on the counter. Somebody's like trying to get me a coffee or something. I'm tapping on the counter like I'm being rude. I'm like, I just need to know how it sounds. But, uh, um, you know, also along those lines, we didn't talk about the fact that I, that I'm a song and dance man with the, that's with, right. The Lard Dog and the Band of Shy. And if anybody knows about this, that I've danced with, uh, Lard Dog's band, the Band of Shy, being this character Ploop and see the, the different dances I do, but mainly at the heart of it's the twist. And, uh, that twist, <laughs> that dance came out of getting the energy up during a pledge drive. The thing that people don't see during a fun drive. And this is for years of doing fun drives here. I'd be behind the microphone. I'd start twisting. I'd start doing mm -hmm. this, this twist just to get, just to keep myself awake while we're, we're doing the fun drive. So anyway, there's that connection too, to the rhythm and uh, to the task at hand here today. Uh, just one more question for you. <laughs> what, what are your hopes for WJFF in the future? Where do you see it going? Oh, well, we're, we're going to go to Liberty. Uh, we've got, we've got this, uh, the facilities in Liberty that we've been working on and that we're going to be building. And, and so that's a literal answer to the question, but I know you're right. asking bigger picture. It's just, um, the, the, there's going to be, the great thing is we have this mission. The mission is to serve the community. That's our foundation. So when I say we're going to do more, we're going to do more of fulfilling that mission. 
we're going to continue uh, achieving that goal and climbing that that mountain. Um, but in terms of like tangible things, that'll mean like like we said, like more more local news and coverage, and uh, also we'll we'll uh, have more staff so we can become a an official NPR affiliate and start to really partner with people on a regional and national level like we never had before. So that's oh. that's part of that all digital technology too. All digital technology. Yeah, we're going yeah. to get all that's digital. Great. We're building a new radio station, which there is we awesome. Go. But we, we can't do it without your help. Oh, look at that. Tim's here. <laughs> nice. Nice, Jason. So I think we need the phone number one more time. Donna, the honor is yours. 845-482-4141. Call now with what, 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 whatever you can give. You want to be a sound supporter and give a little bit every month. If you want to give a one-time donation, we don't care. We just want whatever it is that you can give. So think about that. Think about Jason and Tim, how hard they've been working through this whole pandemic. And just give what you can. And think about Donna, too, in Catskill Character. I'm out in the community, and people are saying how much they love that, love your show, Donna. So support Aww. what the Donna's doing and the, the characters she's talking to. Uh, go to WJFFradio.org and call eight four four call 845-482-4141. Show your support. 845-482-4141. Make that contribution. Donna, in the final half minute here, do you want to say anything to wrap up? I just want to congratulate you once again. Jason, you're doing a spectacular job. You've done a spectacular job through this whole pandemic, as have you, Tim. And I'm so proud to be a part of WJFF, I can't tell you. I'm so proud that uh, you have taught me so much. That music that we hear for Catskill Character, you picked that out. And I love that music. It couldn't have been more perfect. And we spent a lot of time together trying to get this show together. And I appreciate everything that you do every day. Well, thank you so much, Donna. Thank you for for uh, embarrassing me in the best possible way. <laughs> You're on the radio. Call in My support pleasure. of the best radio station of 2020, according to the readers of the River Reporter, best radio personality, 845-482-4141. Call in support of Catskill Character. Donna Fallenberg, you have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you, Jason. You too. Stay safe. Skill comes from the Calicoon Theater, an updated vintage movie theater with new releases, film festivals, nostalgic screenings, live music events, and more. Information and schedule at thecalicoontheater.com. Support for WJFF comes from...